WFH with two guys. Now here's Benny and Dennis. If we take a look at the last couple of years, Dennis, one of the things we as business owners and people in general, we had to learn how to be resourceful and resilient and being able to make it through this pandemic. You know, as, as we look back and you and I were talking about how life were changed and then kind of normalized and whatnot. And then we're thinking that we're going along well. And, and here we are a couple of weeks ago, you know, 30 days ago, we thought everything was great. Right. And here we are. And, and I don't know when you all are listening to this, but you know, mid, mid February of 2022, Putin decides to wreck the world and shake us all up again. He, he decides to throw us a curveball, And so everything that we've, we, we thought, we thought was starting to kind of get back a little bit. Boom. We, we get, we get thrown something, a, a curveball here. And so, we thought this would be a good topic for us to talk about and, and, and talk about some of the lessons that we've learned along the way and some of the things that we're seeing. And so, Dennis, I think you had a couple of really interesting yeah. points that- Yeah, I uh, think, you know, as a business owner, you know, we're going to use the Russian-Ukraine situation from mm-hmm. a business perspective and think, you know, as a business owner, curveballs are going to come. I mean, there's mm-hmm. going to be those weird things that you just don't plan for um, that you just kind of have to be prepared for. And I think, you know, first thing is, when something like this happens, everyone always overreacts. And then my coaching is breathe. We're, you're going to get through it. Um, things will find the sense of normal. So you don't jump off the bridge quickly. Give it some chance. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is step back and learn from it. You know, I, I, let's, let's look at if I'm Putin and his side or think of as a manager, don't be like Putin because he's not a good guy. Um, <laughs> but you know, if you're, if you're a manager, you know, don't surround yourself with people that tell you want what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. I mean, get some people that are going to challenge you and ask a lots of questions and, and think about doing things differently. So you don't get wrapped up hearing just what you need to hear and think about that. That's what Putin happened. That's an excellent point. That's an excellent point, Dennis, because so many times I've seen this before where people really think that they're putting in the best leadership that they can into a company when really they're just having a bunch of people, you know, creating an echo chamber for them. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You're smart. You're smart. Everything's good. And that really is, can be the death knell for your business. It can be. I mean, you know, it's good to have some, some banter and some challenge in there. Um, you know, yeah, you all want to fight for the same cause. And so let's go to the other extreme. Mm-hmm. The Ukrainians, if you look at them, you know, you want to get, surround yourself with people that that do believe in a cause and that are willing to um, fight the best fight to defend your organization or help your organization be successful. And I think, you know, that's the thing we've learned with the Ukrainian side that, you know, here's a group of people that have a strong, strong belief in democracy and freedom, and they're willing to fight and die for it. It's like, wow. I mean, you, that's the kind of employees you want. Yeah. And, and along those same lines, you, when the message that you've given to your organization, to people that you work with, the country that you're in, and people buy into it and believe in you and are willing to sacrifice, they're showing, you know, one of the things that Zelensky is doing is that he's showing but hey, I'm I'm one of you all. I'm I'm here in the trenches. I'm not backing down. What does that do? That does nothing but inspire people. I mean, exactly. I, that's that's they're inspiring people from outside of the Ukraine to come in and volunteer and risk right. their lives. It's crazy. That's how would you love to have that in your business? You know, 
Yeah, and a lot of it is just, I mean, think about it. he put himself, he's one of them. He's not trying oh, to put yeah. himself higher up, different. Mm-hmm. I mean, we look at Afghanistan, that leader jumped in an airplane and took a bunch of money and flew away and left mm-hmm. them. Yeah. This guy's in the trenches, had an opportunity to probably escape and come to the U.S. or go to a safe oh, sure. harbor, chose not to because he believes in a cause and his people and is right there with him. Um, you know, and, and my my heart goes out to him. I don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy, but I think he's setting a good example of how you need to lead your people and show that you really do care and that you're not just managing from afar, but that you are in the trenches with them. That goes a long way to get your people motivated and have your people engaged and wow your customers. And that's what you're trying to do. So I think those are things that we've kind of learned along the way. So different than ever before, we actually can, we get to interact in the war. I hate to say it, but I mean, before we used to watch Walter Cronkite or Tom Brokaw, late in the afternoon and they would give kind of a quick synopsis of what was happening Mm -hmm. around the world. This one, I mean, with, you know, the internet, you can be live with someone. I have two subcontractors that we work with. One is actually in Kiev and one is in Lviv and they're telling us firsthand what's going on. They can turn their camera around and we can see outside their window or if we're talking to them and the air raid sirens may go off and they have to stop. You know, and we've on our side, we've said, hey, you know, do you guys need to take a break? They're giving us, hey, no, we want to work. It gets us off our minds off this craziness <laughs> and allows us to stay focused. And that for us, it's a it's a sense of revenue because we can still help the economy of Ukraine because we can still be doing work for right. your team around the world. And it's like, wow, I had not thought about that. And it's 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 really fascinating. I mean, that's really an interesting point. When you think about you know, wars that go back even just a couple of decades ago and before the internet and what, how we were restricted, not only in terms of information, but our ability to work, right? I mean, for us today, and you brought up a really good point too, you know, the idea of uh, the way that we operate and the way that uh, information is ubiquitous. Uh, You know, Elon Musk has been able to put his Starlink internet satellite service and be able to deploy that. And that, what did you say, Dennis? You were talking about how the information is is readily available now. It's, yeah, in Ukraine, I mean, think about it. a lot of those cities have been destroyed, but because mm-hmm. of what Musk has done, they're able to get internet. And yeah. again, one of the girls that, that works with us says that you know one of the things that's happening: the Russians are ca- taking some people captive. Are the, people choose to go to Russia for some reason? Well, when they get there, they're confiscating their passports. And in the mm-hmm. old days, the paper passport was the only way you could get back across the border. Well, the thing they forgot, Ukraine was smart enough. So again, as a business, be proactive. They have digitized everybody's passports because they knew something crazy was going to happen at some point. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they, they live in a different world than we do where you've got a, an adversary literally across the border. Mm-hmm. We unlike us where we have Canada and Mexico right. to get along, <laughs> you know, they, they're constantly on, on a sense of a little more apprehension. Sure. So they had digitized all their passports and all their information that's needed so that because of what Elon Musk has done, as long as they can get to an internet and have a PC or an iPhone or something, they can still pull up their documents and still go. And so that she said, that's shocked the Russians. The Russians had no idea that they're, these people, they thought they were going to have them and keep them as slaves. And now they're able to escape back and come and, back across the border. And along those lines too, as well, if you think of the way that, that Putin is operating, he's operating, you know, is, is the words that you hear, he's operating like, 
you know, like a boomer's mentality, right? Not really thinking about technology, thinking that controlling the media and being able to put out a lot of propaganda is going to really have people. And, and certainly there are cert, certain people who are uh, buying into whatever is being put out there. But for the younger generations who are a little bit more tech savvy and understand how a VPN works and they can get around the, the, the censorship that Russia is putting up, they're realizing that there's not being told the entire truth and that there's this, as you can see, there are all these protesters out there willing to be arrested, which is you know amazing that they're, they're willing to do this type of stuff. And so not having that ability or uh, understand the thinking of what technology can offer for you. And I think the lesson that we had talked about before, Dennis, is that if you just kind of operate in your own vacuum and you run your business kind of by yourself, you really are being in the echo chamber of yes men and just thinking that the way that you do things is right. Well, somebody's going to prove you wrong and yeah. you have to listen to your employees. I mean, that's a great lesson right there, right? That one. And I think also the other thing too is just because you're big doesn't mean that you're going to be the most successful. I mean, you've got here, think about it, you're at Russia that's got probably what, 10, 20 times the number of people of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the little guy, so little business can outmaneuver, outflex, be that guerrilla warfare against those big companies. So, you know, if you're starting your own business, don't give up. It's it's one of those things where, you know, if you got a cause, you believe it, you've got a good product, you've thought about it, keep going. It's it's cool how it can work in today's world that in the old days, size mattered. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe small is actually an advantage to you. The other thing that's changed, you think about it, is the whole supply chain. I mean, so uh, we've gone hmm. through, you know, an economy that's still doing well, but now we've got all these ups and downs and you've got people, you know, that we've got shortages and you've got some people striking and all this stuff. And it's, it's just a time of distress and stress, but it's, it's one of those ones, again, you know, as a company, for me personally, I actually do well when the, when the economy does some weird things, when things are moving along consistent businesses don't want to switch or change and one of Mm -hmm. our original one of our prior podcasts was about switching change in the economy can be one of those drivers that causes people to have to have to or want to make a switch Mm -hmm. and so be prepared and use those swings as an opportunity for your business so you know if you're heavy into competing with other companies with supply chain products and if you can potentially have supply and they can't guess what? People may switch from their product to yours because you've got it. They don't. Um, so I always look at swings as, as great opportunities and not always as a negative. And as a business owner, you know, just be prepared. It's one of those ones, be flexible, be nimble, listen, and don't put a lot. My key is don't put a lot of yes people around you. Have people that challenge you and ask questions, have an outside third party or like a if you don't have a board, have four or five people that that challenge you, you know, and that ask questions of why you're doing things the way you're doing it and, and be re- prepared to have to make some adjustments so that you can have a, a good, successful company. It, it, this reminds me this time in general, you know, years and years ago when I was a, 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 a young, you know, fresh out of college uh, graduate looking to take on the world, I, I remember from hearing a, a, a talk from a mentor that uh, he was giving in front of a bunch of people. And the thing that he once told me is that if there is ever a consistent 
thing that can ever be that can ever happens in business is that it's continuously going to be change and that you have to be ready for the change. Now, hopefully the changes that we're experiencing now aren't going to be normal, <laughs> but the changes is a guarantee. We're all going to have change, whether that comes from our personal lives, certainly in the, in the work world, life is nothing but change. So how we can create and develop systems or processes or just making sure your company is ready to adapt. And like you said, take advantage of certain lulls and flows, highs and lows in the business. However you can navigate that, not always, always going to be smooth. It's not always going to be great, but it's going to be what it is. And, you know, just like, uh, uh, you know, uh, a captain out there in the rough waters, they're going to be able to make it or they're going to sink. Yeah, no, and I, and I think you know another one. You know, as, as I think about supply chain, I use baseball as an analogy, and I always tried to do this, do this when I was VP of purchasing for some companies. I always tried to have my tier one supplier, someone that was a tier two, and someone that was a minor leaguer, so mm-hmm. that you always had people kind of that you didn't put all your eggs in one basket. And you kind of look at the Europe around oil; they put their all their eggs in one basket, pretty much with with Russia for oil. Mm-hmm. Not a smart thing to do because it <laughs> kind of you know forces you into a corner when something like this happens. Where if they'd had their their supply evenly distributed and had some things kind of set up with the tier one, two, and three, and had some backup plans, it might have not caused such disruption to the organization or in this case the a group of people. Um, so again, things that we can learn from everyday world. Step back and use it to your advantage as a business owner. And think about, okay, how does that apply to me directly or maybe indirectly? How can I take some of the good from it? How can I take some of those things that I don't like and make sure we don't do that? And then the final thing I would say is, you know, all the people in Ukraine are going to need us when this thing is all over. Mm-hmm. You know, be prepared to give. I mean, step sure. forward. It can be, you know, we probably can't give her time a lot. Um, but, you know, definitely open your pocketbooks. Think about how you can help. Um, there's cities over there that are truly destroyed. They're just leveled. Mm-hmm. Those people are going to need a lot. And I think we owe them a lot to, because I think they've given us a sense of, well, it's sad, a sense of hope that it's okay to stand up and fight for what you believe. And that's a good thing. And I think we owe it to them when this is all done to, to give back. So much to think about. I think Dennis, you, we've come across uh, some good points here. And, and I think where we're going to be going, we have no idea, but we're going to just have to, we're going to have to be along for the ride. You can't stop it. We can't stop these things from happening. We can assist, we can help, we can navigate our way through this. And at the end of the day, hopefully we're all the better for it. I think these are interesting times for us to to reflect back on, but uh, yeah, I, I think this is a good topic and, and hopefully yeah. for it. We're, we're definitely making history. We're going to be in the history book someday when we get old or oh, gone, yeah. they will definitely look back at 20, 21, 22 and say, what did those people do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully this uh, this this maybe even this podcast will be posterity. What was it like, Dad, living back then? Right. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, good times and in, in, in are, are are they're nothing but uh, coming up in, in front of us here. So hopefully, you and your business, you all will navigate this well and and take this information and, and hopefully you'll do something with it. So we'll see you next time here on WFH with two guys. You've been listening to WFH with two guys. We'll see you next time.